Hi, my name is Tina, and I talk a lot. A lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show. Tina talks a lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. Hello, hello, everybody. It has been a while. And I hope that's okay with you because it's totally okay with me. We have soaked up our summer and then have used the month of September to get our footings again. So I am fully ready for this to be more structure in my life. I'm sure I have a lot of you that feel exactly the same way. So a few days ago, someone had asked me, well, what is your podcast about? I didn't know you had a, I didn't know you had a podcast. And I said, you know what? It's literally about anything and everything that I would ever want to talk about. So some of you may be ready to hit the like next new podcast button at this moment. And that's totally fine. You may not care about what I want to talk about, but some of you have asked me, Tina, when are you going to start your podcasting again? I love listening to it. So here I am talking about anything and everything that I care about. So I know that this only really applies to a small section of people. I'm also fine with that. So I'm going to back up a little bit. This summer, and so I know we would all love to go back to this summer for so many reasons, but this summer, I got the privilege of staying home with my kiddos and my husband. So this was the first time as a small business owner in the last 10 years that I've owned a small business that I soaked up the summer. I did not have a pile of employees. I did not have an office to go to on a regular basis. I simply was able to be home. Now, (laughs) this gives me a whole lot of freedom, right? Thank you to my doTERRA business. Thank you to my husband's uh, Blue Life uh, business. Thank you to all those things for giving us this freedom to work out of our houses, to take weeks off at a time, uh, to travel a bit. But holy smokes, I'm ready for some structure. Now, we had a couple other changes happen in our life this September. Uh, my kids, uh, they redirected our uh, elementary schools. And so our, my two youngest, Tenley and Layton, happened to have a new elementary school that they're going to this, this fall. And that was, you know, some nerves and ex- some excitement. And we needed to debunk a few things for them. Uh, for instance, my youngest, Tenley, said to me, I said, you know, honey, you know, tell me about your excitement for, um, you know, tomorrow we were talking about the first day of school and, and then tell me, you know, is there anything that you're not so excited about? And so she started to explain to me that she was nervous that people were going to be mean to her and she wouldn't have any friends. And so I asked her, when was the last time that happened to you? And she sat there looking and I kind of smirked at her and she said, never. Now, thankfully that's my, my children's story that that's, that's a never, um, you know, praise the Lord, right? But she had this fear and it came from somewhere, right? So I'm not sure where it came from, but we were able to debunk it. Now they switched schools, but my oldest, Preslin, 
also changed schools. And so she's going to the middle school now. Now she was so excited about middle school. We had, we had kind of played around with the idea of potentially doing some homeschooling. And she's like, mom, no, please. I really want to go to my first, you know, year of middle school. And we said, yes, we wanted to honor that. She, she can choose um, on that. Now, middle school, uh, she was so excited about. I was nervous just because so many other parents had told me um, how crazy middle school was with eye rolls and, you know, be ready. And they were trying to prepare me. And after the first day, Preslin came home and was jacked. She was so excited about middle school. And she was so excited because she didn't have to be told every single place she had to be all the time she had some freedom, right? Now, I, <laughs> I knew she would love this. She is uh, my child through and through. Uh, she cherishes this time where she doesn't have to be controlled. Weird, I know. <laughs> so we're gonna fast forward to about a week ago. A week ago, uh, she came to me and said, mom, you know, one, uh, one of my new friends invited me to walk over to the bagel shop after school, um, you know, right after school, mom. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I'm not prepared for this yet, right? I mean, I don't know if any parent is prepared for that moment when your child is seeking even more freedom, like walking a block to a bagel shop, paying for themselves and sitting with friends unattended. And she's 11 and a half. I have to add that half in that's still important uh, for her. Um, but so she asked if she could go and right away, oh, my mama heart wanted to be like, no, you cannot leave the nest yet. And I realized that this was one of those stepping, uh, stepping paths in the right direction for all of us. Um, I wasn't quite ready, but she was ecstatic. And I said to her, "Hun, I need to talk to your dad about this before I can give you an answer. Is that okay? Yep course so I went out and said to Preston I was like oh babe I'm not ready he's like yeah we have to say yes and I was like yep okay so I went back in you know she's already ready for bed laying in our bed and we lay with him every night for a little bit and um I you know I said you know I said to her um yeah you know you can go and her face you know, it's those moments that you wish your eyes were a video camera because you just want to be able to uh, remember that moment forever and have it there <laughs> so you never, ever forget. And she was so ecstatic, so excited that she got to go to the bagel shop. And in the most piercing scream ever, she yelled, Freedom! And the whole family laughed from all of their different rooms that they were in. And she could not believe, seriously, that she got to have this freedom, that she got to do this. So at that moment, all of a sudden, I realized that she was going to need some rules. <laughs> Freedom needs a little bit of rules or else it gets a little bit crazy, right? So if I just let her go off after school, 
um, with, with no rules, with no direction. And I probably wouldn't say the word rules to her, right? I just wanted to give her some guidance, some direction. And so we shared a few of those and I won't bore you with all of them. I'm sure you know. Um, but as I was sharing these things with her, it popped in my head that I needed some rules myself. Now, I know that sounds a little crazy. Of course, Tina, yes, you need some direction and rules. But I started to apply this freedom, this idea to myself. I remember the moment when I was no longer working in corporate America and I wasn't having to abide by other people's rules and punching in and having only 30 minutes for lunch and, and so on. I was out of that, what we would call the rat race. And I got freedom. And I remember... Uh, wasting my freedom, <laughs> wasting my time um, a lot. And all of a sudden I'd find myself at the end of the day and realize I didn't get anything done and no one cared. And so I could continue to do that. Then I had employees and I realized, wow, they're like keeping me accountable whether I want them to or not, because they're asking me for things that, um, you know, they need me. I need to be accountable. Therefore I need some direction and I need to have some structure to my day or else it's going to be completely ran by other people, right? So now that I've made this another leap in my life and career, and, and I only do some consulting uh, on the side still with my marketing, uh, now 100, really, I'd say 98% of my time is spent, um, of my business time is spent running my doTERRA business. And like you heard me say in the beginning, I'm working from home, which adds a whole different level of direction and um, need for some structure. So here we are. Uh, now you'll be listening to this in October. We've already had a month of fall under our belt. And I have people coming to me that are on my doTERRA team asking me, Tina, oh my goodness, what do I do with my time. And I had a couple people actually that have just recently quit their job to pursue doTERRA full time. And they have said this to me over and over. I love it. They said, I love having all this time, but I feel like I almost got more done when I had more structure and I had to go into a job on a regular basis. And as I looked at my own life and my own patterns, I felt the same way. So I thought, okay, I need to figure this out. I need to be able to share with you all and my leaders and, and, and myself, really myself. So often the things I'm sharing here with you guys are things that I've had to figure out, uh, you know, on my own as well first, and then I can share it with you guys. I didn't just come out of the womb understanding everything, right? Just like you guys. Um, and so here's some things that I did, and I actually just did them over the last couple of weeks as I, as I felt September flying away from me and realizing this is going to continue to happen until I put some structure and I still have freedom, but until I put some structure around my life. So this is what I went and through and did. And so this is definitely a note taking podcast. If you're listening to this in your car or while you're doing something else, you may want to hit pause, grab a notebook and pen, stop driving whatever. <laughs> so I took out and I actually wrote down every single thing, every single task that I have on my plate. And I'm talking every little tiny thing. What are uh, the responsibilities that I have in my house, in my business, to other people, 
other things I've said yes to, everything. So for example, in our house, laundry. My husband actually does most of the laundry. He, he puts it, he gets it all in the washer, gets it through the dryer, or else if I do it, it has to get washed like three times because I forget it in there. So we just said, okay, stop that nonsense, right? So he puts it in the washer and the dryer. And then generally speaking, folding and putting it away is mom's job. Um, I have now said, hey, kiddos, guess what? you're going to put away, fold and put away your laundry. Now they're not folding it all Marie Kondo style, which I, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, but they are doing it. So that's one of my examples. And I'm kind of getting ahead of myself a little bit, but that was on my plate. And I realized, oh goodness, this is one thing that could definitely get off my plate. My kids are 11, nine and seven. And although it might not be done perfectly, it still gets done. So I went through I wrote down everything, every single thing that's on my plate. And this will feel so overwhelming. I know it will, but you have to do it. You have to just get it all out there. And then what I did is I went through and I highlighted the things that are non-negotiable. So what are the things that are absolutely having to happen in my day in order for me to like survive, right? Or other people to survive. No, I didn't write down like brush my teeth and that, but I did write down things like shower. <laughs> it needs to be in my schedule or it doesn't, my hair at least doesn't get done, right? So then you'll see me in a top knot, all that. It's just a mess. So anyways, I digress. I'm sure many of you can relate. So here I did, I went through and I highlighted the things that are non-negotiable. So every single Tuesday morning, I have a networking event that I go to. That right there, non-negotiable, I have to be there. I have other networking events that are totally things that don't have to happen, but I would like it if they did, okay? So those are other things. Those are not non-negotiable. Those are negotiable. Maybe they won't happen. But this one in particular on Tuesday mornings, I go to no matter what. Other things that are non-negotiable is that I am in charge of getting kids on the bus certain days. I'm in charge of being there to do dinner at night. We have mapped that out so that expectations are set between me and the hubs. And we're not both sitting there like, why aren't you doing it? Why aren't you doing it? We just set it. Now, it doesn't always exactly happen that way. Sometimes things come up. I'm traveling. He's traveling we need to take over our each other's spots. But for the most part, we know the days that we're doing uh, the kid stuff. So I went through, I highlighted all the non-negotiable things. Then the things that are in my schedule and they usually probably don't change times, right? Like kids don't get on the bus at a different time every day. It's the same time. My networking event starts at the same time. Now, the next thing I did was I crossed out the things that I should not be doing anymore. One of those things, of course, like I said, and I mentioned that the kids could do it. So I could move it off my plate. Um, it still needs to get done. So maybe it's still in my world. Uh, I need to be in charge of it or manage it. Fine. But I went through and I crossed out the things that I should not be doing and should not be spending my time doing. Sometimes that means that I'm crossing off things off my list that no longer serve me. And I have been just saying yes to it for far too long, right? And then this third thing is I circled the things that I could move off my plate. And I already told you about the kids laundry. Um, maybe it means getting a house cleaner. We were without one for a couple of years and uh, we just got one back and it's so glorious. 
I know that maybe that doesn't, uh, isn't right for everyone. Or maybe you're like, no, I love cleaning my house. I actually don't want to, um, you know, give this task to someone else. For me, I needed it. Actually, Preston was gone for a couple weekends in June. And that uh, at that moment, I'm like, oh, okay, who can I have come be a house cleaner? I can't do all the things. Um, it just took him being gone for a couple weekends. <laughs> and, you know, at the time, you know, we did have a house cleaner prior. And like I said, we were without one for a couple of years. And we made um, that decision because we were we were both in a spot where we were building up new businesses and the funds just weren't as flexible. So now we're back, we got one. And we also realized that sometimes the house just doesn't have to be perfect. Like if you're in a moment um, of, you know, sacrificing some things because you're going towards a bigger goal. Like for me right now, I'm reaching uh, for a new uh, rank, a new level in my business. So maybe the house isn't absolutely perfect. It's important though, that you get everyone else on uh, the same page or else there's uh, could be some fights, right? <laughs> so now for all the things that are still on your list after you go through this process, I want you to look at what you do daily, weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, quarterly, and maybe even yearly. So this isn't gonna be something you're just gonna be able to do while I'm talking or even for the next 15 minutes after you're done listening, you're gonna probably take about an hour to figure these things out. So I went through and saw, okay, here's how much time I would be spending weekly on these items if they all got to stay on my list. And this is where you'll start figuring out that guess what? They don't all get to stay on your list. Now, I love walking through this exercise. Um, it's something that I need to do on a pretty regular basis when things get all crazy. And I recommend you do this too, that you do this every time you start feeling like, uh, okay. Now, many of you have heard me talk about uh, the Refine Gatherings. It's one networking group, a uh, Christian women's networking group that I belong to that I absolutely love. And it's, it's founded by... Um, a woman named Terry Johnson, who happens to be one of my best friends. And she has an online course specifically to walk you through this in greater detail. And, and if you're a Refine member, you get that course for free. So if you've got questions about it, let me know. Um, but this is one thing that I know that I know that I know it works every time I do it. I stay the course. And you know what? I start saying yes to some things, right? Like we all do. And then all of a sudden I realize, what was I doing and so my no muscle needs to get a little bit stronger. Uh, but here's the deal. You may be a lot like me. And this is something that one of my coaches once said to me. He's like, Tina, you are going to get a lot of things in your life that feel like a yes. Like it makes so much sense. It aligns in your life. It's absolutely perfect. And I'll give you guys an example of this. I just decided to join a Toastmasters group. And it's specifically to learn, you know, to speak even you know, speak better, um, prepare talks, do short talks, long talks, just really crafting that uh, piece of my world. I want to be able to speak even more than I already have and, and just more succinctly, right? So I joined the Toastmasters and then the leader quickly asked me if I would be on the leadership team. And every single part of me was like, absolutely, yes, I'd love to. And then in that same moment, I stepped back and was like, I did not actually say yes, because I knew if I said yes to that, that it would cramp the rest of my week, even though it was a short commitment, 
I knew that I had to say no. And so I gracefully just said, I would love to, you're right. That would be a perfect fit for me. But at this moment, I've already said yes to these things and I cannot say yes to this. It was hard for me because I love leading. I so love leading. But this is one thing my coach said to me is you're going to get a lot of those. You're going to get so many of those, Tina, because you are talented in this, 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 and this, right? So he's feeding my ego, of course. But he goes, it can't just be a yes. It needs to be a hell yes. And so every time you start saying yes and putting things on your plate, think of that. That yes, it might be a yes. But if it's not a really strong, strong yes, then say no. So freedom is amazing. Now, don't get me wrong. We just need to use our freedom wisely. Like my daughter, Preslin, needs a little bit of direction as she's going off into this little adventure of having some free time with her friends. She needs those rules. She needs that guidance like we all do. So please, please, please look at your calendar. Look at your schedule. What can you take off and where are you wasting your time? So I want to end with this quote by Albert Einstein. And here it is. Everything that is really great and inspiring is created by the individual who can labor in freedom. I love it. Now, thank you for listening. I would love if you would leave a review and tell your friends all about this podcast. Shoot me a direct message on Instagram if you feel that you would be a great guest on this podcast or you know someone that would. And until next time, I hope you guys have a fantastic week.